0: All right, Jim Cran, No Restrictions, uh, with Tracy Jane, very funny Tracy Jane, and I am real excited today, because I have an old friend of mine, I shouldn't say old, because he looks the same, he looks useful, actually, uh, he's keeping in shape with yoga, uh, very, very funny, brilliant comedian I've known, you know, since since we started, when, way back when, uh, he is one of those guys that kept evolving and uh, growing, and he is one of those guys who's smart, that has different ventures. Not only is he a stand-up comedian, he's like, to the level where he, there's a thing called Dry Bar, and this, uh, David Kaye. David Kaye is a part of that. And he, to just give you an example, of what a major league comedian he is, but also what he's done is not, got involved with the production side of comedy, which is very important for our city, and to keep comedy alive. And we have the improv, but we also have Dave, who puts together great shows around the city with really, really amazing quality comedians. Uh, it's Slapsticks, is a Slapsticks production, am I saying it right? That's right. And you started that, and I am lucky enough that uh, Dave is going to uh, feature me in his room, uh, one of his rooms, that Slapsticks, is associated with at the Meadows J&D Winery, and the very funny Tracy Jane will be there with me uh, coming up on july 14th so i'm excited about the gig man it's a great room
1: i'm so excited i'm cutting you off look how look how great of a host i am (laughs) cutting off the guest i want to say really quick that he is also a dear old friend of mine as well yes so we've been in the comedy world i I mean uh, we've been buddies we've hit the road together he's brought me on the road with him and everything like that so um and when i moved back to pittsburgh he was one of the few people that I had with his friends back here, so he's been a big brother to me since I moved back to Pittsburgh. said, so, yay, David Kaye in the house. We're still alive. <laughs> We're still alive.
0: We're still yeah. friends. <laughs> <laughs> and Dave, it's kind of cool because they like said, you know, you, you've taken, the, you know, you've learned the comedy concept through the comedy club days where we started, and, you know, that structure, you know, the structure and how the game is. You kind of put it together and put it featured in, you kind of look and pick in rooms and certain, uh, in which is unbelievable. I think I played a lot of fire halls in my life around the Tri-State. They're like the best gigs because the rooms are set up perfect. So, and actually they're turned into fundraisers also. And yeah, that's an aspect you do too. You do a lot of fundraising with these people, partnership, to help them raise money. So, it's kind of a brilliant idea what you did. It's kind of flourishing now. Well, yeah, it
2: has been. I've been uh, doing the uh, funny fundraiser now. Um, I started, it really started to gel in like, wow, well, almost 20 years ago in 2002, 2003 is when it really, it's like the, the inklings of it. Right. And then by 2008, 2009, the whole thing had kind of gelled where I now provide everything for the event. where it it used to be you'd go into a a fire hall uh, to do a fundraiser and they had like a bad microphone uh, no lighting Uh, there were hardly anybody there because nobody knew how to make or sell tickets and uh, sometimes there was no stage so you'd be standing on the floor and so I slowly but surely uh, started saying okay well I'll, I'll make you tickets I'll bring the lighting, I'll bring the sound you need a stage, oh God, I'll, I, I, I did a fundraiser for a fire department in Erie. Yeah.
0: Uh, and I had been doing
2: it for about three years. Right. And they said, uh, uh, they said, how do you like our new stage? And I said, wow, it looks great. And they're like, now we've got to get rid of the one that we had, a temporary stage. And right. they, had, they had this giant 12 by 24 stage that was a portable stage that mm-hmm. was all in pieces. And they sold it to me for a (laughs) hundred bucks. It was about, it was about $6,000 worth of staging. So you can carry it around the show. So now, now I have uh, a stage that I can bring with us. So we bring everything. That's,
0: you know, if you're out there listening, thinking, hey, my uh, group would like to do funders. It'd be a good idea to bring up. And, but we, you're right, Dave. It's. That by the back side of the back, you know, behind the scenes, it's really difficult. It's not, you know, there's a lot going on, a lot of open movement parts to put a show together. So these people don't know how to do that. You know? They so, don't. They, and they, and, and they should. How well, they're not in the business? But now, if you're sitting there saying, you know, we would love to do a fundraise like that, this is the person to go to. What, what's your website? Where should they call it It's
2: slapsticksproductions.com, or they can go to funnyfundraiser.com. All right, and that's where they would, uh, if they are interested, in in the show, one stop shop, man. Yeah, it's we do it shop. all. I mean, it's really, it's literally a uh, a mobile comedy club where we bring everything in. Well, and, and and what's great about it is that all they have to do is sell the tickets.
0: Yeah, you don't have to worry about it. You and and show up, and, and, it's, and it's and it's and it's a great uh, a great show. I've seen the production. Uh, I saw a show with Tracy up in Troy Hill, and it was amazing. The production was great. The sound was great. That's just it. People don't realize that there's some theatrics to comedy. You know, we've been doing comedy a long time, and you know, we've been like in a, you know, a corner of a restaurant or something. Yeah. The beginnings, you know, the days, and there's, there is a lot of production as far as theatrical, uh, you know, which is nice. It makes it easy. We can do it without it, but it's a lot better. It, it's it, really it. two things: sound and light, yeah. and that's all you
2: really need. But
0: uh, if, and if it's good, but there's, good there's, sound, never, good there's never a good combination when no.
2: you go into something. I, I, did a I, show, a I did a show last night, yeah. um, I, I, and I brought my equipment with me. They had, they had a stage, but I got there. They had probably, at this venue, they probably had 60000 $70,000 worth of sound and lighting equipment oh. that was just immaculate, right. just beautiful oh, sound and lighting equipment. Yeah. No one knew how to use it. Wow. One, so I had to bring in my own sound and lighting over theirs. Oh, and set it in front of theirs. Yeah, I mean it's just because no one knew how to work it.
0: That's hysterical. Wow. So
1: That doesn't surprise me. It, it, well, it
0: happens cool. all the time. Yeah. So, I see that all the time. So, so you got this room We're playing uh, like JD Weiner now But it, it, it seems like it's, it's gonna be fun. I can't wait. It's July fourteenth. There's only about 40 tickets or so left uh, so Get tickets now at, at J and D Winery. It, J, well, they can go to J and right.
2: Winery, or they can go and they purchase their tickets online at my, at slapsticksproductions.com. Okay. and then and and that's the thing too is now I do online sales. Uh, I, yeah, I do ticket sales. Uh, if in and anybody that wants a like one a fundraising group is looking to do a show, uh, I can offer this online sales now. So you just click the QR code on their on the poster and you go right to our ticket sales site. So, I mean, it's, it, it, nobody else is doing it. I mean, I see, I see other uh, national groups right. coming in and doing stuff like right. that now, but they're not hands on like I am. Yeah. I really am. I, I try to pick the comics that I think are going to work right for the show. Uh, and uh, I, I love working with the, uh, to see rising comics coming up in Pittsburgh and nationally. Rising Comics, so I try to get them, where, while I'm, they're still affordable to, to come uh, into the show.
0: Well, that's pretty so. cool, though, because you're helping, uh, you know, paying it forward a little bit, helping these comedians grow, get to the next level. It's kind of cool. You're them work. I can't afford you, but uh, <laughs> nah, man, that's what we're, we're going to be doing more, more shows together. You, know, have you to just got to give me your secret to the youth, you give me your yoga moves or whatever you're doing, I mean, <laughs> whatever you're <eating.
1: laughs> I mean, there are little details to putting on a show and production like this that people just don't understand, even if they do have all right, a venue that has good lighting and sound. I did one last year and um, in my hometown,
2: and they were trying to put the flyer together. People don't even know how to you know, what's needed on a fire. Oh, right. Yeah. And I
1: remember they sent me the first draft, and it's from my hometown, so they put the year that I graduated on there. And I was like, we don't need to advertise my age. That's not going to Yeah, a little too and, much. And I'm in denial. Could you just let me have that? Let me, what? Well, it was, I,
0: it was a little too, too much detail. We go back many years, but as soon as you start saying about the sound, and the lighting, I remember I, Weirdest gigs when I started. I was with a magician, Bill Cornelius, his name, great, he's a magician, great guy. And um, it was a place called, it was it called The Connection or something? I can't remember. But it was, in, it was out in uh, Peter's or somewhere, McMurray, or whatever. But it was a tough little bar. And uh, like they sold, you know, they had plastic instead of glass because people would throw it the glass, that, that kind of place. But I remember the, the stage was like these two milk crates. <laughs> with this, with, with this wood thing going across. So well. You had to kind of balance. Yeah, like it that. sounds about right. And then they, had, and it's, they had like the lights, that like you eat French fries with or something. <laughs> it seemed like it's like hot lights right in front of me, and I remember ju- just dying up there. Like the first one was dying, and a little, I don't, you're not let's say miniature anymore, little person, about three and a half feet tall, comes up and heckles me, and I don't even know how to deal with heckles. Like fourth, fifth time, I'm like. And you he just he hear he a little voice because I couldn't see him because the lights here. Yes, sir. like that. I'm like ah. <laughs> and I'm like looking at him. I go, oh my god! And I didn't have a heckling line. He looked like Barney Rubble. That's the only thing. I was afraid. I go, you look like Barney Rubble. So I said, so it's not like a heckling line. Crowd laughed. He charged me. He came at me. I swear Did to God, right in the God. Did he
1: knock you off the milk like, race?
0: The, like the cartoons. I swear to God, I put my hand out on his forehead, <laughs> and his little <laughs> hands couldn't get to me. And the boxes came and swooped them away. And they come back later, oh, that's Joe. He drinks here, gets a drunk. I'm like, oh okay. so, yeah. Bill Cornelius comes like, we're drinking. Hey, there's a guy in a parking lot like, trying to kick your ass. In. Wait for a guy. Is it is it the midget or little guy? Because look at us out, look, like, yeah, it's him. So I waited, waited him <laughs> out. But it reminded me that, man. I'm like, all oh, those gigs, I have a million of those. We all do have those stories, man, with these, these right? You've had we've all those. One night, there's a shows that we remember. <laughs> yeah, well, Jim, yours was years ago. Uh, Mine was last night.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I still live it. I still live it. <laughs>
0: That's the difference.
2: Yours, like, I remember way
0: <laughs> back. Just started. I'm like, this was last night, 35
2: oh, years I'm in, still,
0: and I'm still I'm doing kidding. this crap. That's funny. Bro. That was funny. You don't pick it; it picks you. That's how uh, We're, well, <laughs> so now, now, when did you? Yeah, I kept coming. Let's get back on track. Make me laugh. Um, when did? How long did, When did you start? When did you start? Tell the audience, like, how did you start? What made you think, Hey, I want to be a comedian, or I'm gonna. For a living, when was the first time on stage where you said, oh, I I want to do this, man. This is good, I want to do
2: this. Well, the first time uh, on stage, I was, uh, I, well, what happened was uh, there was a guy in Pittsburgh, he was, was an MC for the Funny Bone. His name was Steve, his name still is Steve Kilmeyer. Oh, yeah, Steve. And uh, he was running a uh, comedy workshop. Uh, right across from the old Funny Bone on Route 51 in a place called the Roman Garden. <laughs> they did a Wednesday, they did Wednesday night open mic.
0: Many nights at the Roman yeah. Gardens. Yep.
2: And uh, <laughs> so I went and watched one of the shows one time, and I was like, oh, these guys suck. I could do better than that. <laughs> so I had this little character in my mind that I was going to do, and I went up and I did like four minutes. But what what happened was I told my sister, she told my mother, she told my cousin, she told my aunt, Twenty-seven people showed up to see me the first time I did stand-up comedy, okay. and uh, I was horrible. I was gonna say both good and bad. Rain, was, yeah, you know, it was, it was terrible. terrible. Twenty-seven people came and saw me, but the owner of the uh, the Roman Garden said, "You can come back any Please come back." So he t- told Steve to put me on. So I kept going back, going back, started doing, and that was uh, that was uh, uh, like February of eighty-seven. Something like that, right? Yeah. So, eighty-seven. Yeah, I was twenty-six when I started, and then I started going to graffiti, and I was doing graffiti on Wednesday nights. Uh, uh, they had a uh, they had um, uh, a small a small stage out in front, and then they had the big room in the back. Yes. Yes. And so we would do the uh, uh, open mic night there on Wednesday nights. It was a combination music and uh, com- comedy and uh, moon dog. Uh, Ron Esser was the uh, uh, manager there, and he would put the comics up last, usually like for, like right one, one o'clock. Oh yeah, yeah. it was a there. cool
0: room too. It was wow. a great it room. Ron's great man. He's still still at it.
2: Yes, yes, he is. And uh, and for the first year and a half, I was just I would die. And I remember you telling me I had a I had a character uh, that it was called um, it was a it was a a Reverend Gucci Zipper. You get. You helped me with the name of this okay. Reverend. And he was um, the Reverend was all about um, the good the good book of fashion, and he he dressed immaculately. Right. So I did. I would I would go up and I would do this this stupid character. Yes. Uh, yeah, all of the punchlines were surprise punchlines. Right. Like it did real left turns punch punchlines. But,
0: but it, uh, wasn't was it, no, was it wasn't offensive, it wasn't a political No, it wasn't. I mean it was rate where he was a
2: he was a he was a nice character. You're gonna laugh from any age. Uh, yeah, yeah. Hmm. But uh That's an no, I don't, I don't think I I mean he would wear a shirt like this without any problem. <laughs> <laughs> Great shirt. <laughs> so, Which, so, I mean, good,
1: good. You know, I always say that the well Tom Hester, who is a great comic out of Austin, um, he always taught me, and I've always tried to keep it in mind, that the funniest things to talk about are what scares you, what hurts you, and what embarrasses you. So, you know, because it, it, even if somebody doesn't relate to that particular story, they can relate to the feeling. Yeah. And it makes them feel better. So, I, I just, I mean, especially because you've you've come out with this successful business model, and you've Taken your talent and made it, you know, monetized it in such a great way that I just feel like it's a, it's such a great story. I, I I'd love to see more
2: of it. Well, you know, there's oh, a there was a movie that uh, I saw Steve Martin was in, and he played a preacher. I can't remember the name of the movie. He played a I played a preacher, and he, uh, you know, and it came out that he had a. a, a a past a felony in his past okay. and he said what better who better to preach about it than someone who's experienced it right so in that movie and that line always stuck out to me but again i still have yet to uh, I guess I, I just haven't been able to crack open that chapter and try and, and, and try and dig into it, I, I but it's wait. been, t- it's been over 25 years now, you it know, know. It you know can time. I, and, uh, can I mention, I, I'll tell you mm-hmm. this, this happened to me recently. I got, uh, I got approved to, uh, uh, work carnival cruise lines Okay. Uh, and, uh, last summer yeah. and then they did a background check and they found that I had a felony and, uh, uh, I did not know this at the time, but if you have a felony conviction, you won't, You can't work on Carnival Cruise Lines. Okay. So, it, um, so I got the, you know, but they gave it, they said, you know, too many red flags, you can't work for us. And it brought back so many terrible memories for me. In that
0: oh, I of I'm that, sure. of that period it was, yeah. you know a, a, an arrest 30 30 years ago sure man. comes
2: back from me man. you yeah. know yeah, yeah. To, to stifle my career once again it yeah. was very it was traumatic it really was I remember I had it I was having this reoccurring dream that somebody broke into my office and stole all of my stuff and then and, and then when I tried to close the door and lock it again right, right. after they broke in yeah. there was there were keys hanging in the in the key lock yeah. There were prison keys you know wow. ones that you oh would see in a uh, in yeah, a yeah. Uh, on a you know correctional officer where sure, right, yeah, yeah. 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 You know, with the big big key you know the big turnkey. Wow. and it, and it was it, it was it I kept having that dream like over and over again for like 2 3 weeks it just kept coming back so it really did just yeah. open up another uh, you know, a really um, traumatic portion of my,
0: uh, of, of my career and my life. You see, but, but the, the side of it now, I think, as we get older, I think, and I can predict this moving forward, is as you get in touch with that, I think people listening, viewing, all oh, bad things happen in life, you're just devastated, or maybe they're going through that now. When you could see somebody else hit that bottom of, you know, and, and then build yourself back up brick by brick. It's not more inspirational, man. You think it can be done. Cause I'm sure there was moments where you thought, I, I, what could I do? It can't be done, but it was. Where did you get that will? Was it just something that instilled in you? Was it someone who inspired you? You gotta have some drive. You gotta have something well, to get you that first step. I'm sorry, because a lot of people say, I, go, I just can't, but you did Well,
2: and got back into business too. Well, I'll tell you, well, the, the first thing that happened was when I when I got to uh, when I when I was in prison when I got to prison and it was it was the kind of prison that you know the the door slides clank clink clink clank with the bars and everything right. you know yeah. looking across at the other prisoners and the, the other cells across them, yeah and, you know and there I am and so um, at that point I said well it can't get any lower than this uh, and but it did. <laughs> because so what I did was I just I really just concentrated on um, uh, I'm like I gotta what can I do I gotta come back I gotta come back from this and so uh, I I did everything possible to make it to get out early so I I was able to get out early and then uh, I stayed at a halfway house uh, that was right next to CCAC over yeah, on the north side I know of Pittsburgh. Yeah, so it. I stayed at that halfway house, and uh, even before I got there, I had already applied for uh, uh, FIA grants and loans. Right. And I uh, started going back to school that summer. As soon as I got back, huh. I started going to school, and then um, uh, I was going, and then I was, uh, I, I continued to CCAC, and then I got my, I went. I continued going to Pitt, I got my uh, degree in theater from Pitt, huh. which... So you got a bachelor's degree. I got a bachelor's degree in, in theater at the, degree? 30, at the age of 38. That's pretty cool, yeah. yeah. And, if, and if you're going back to school for it, late in life to yeah. get a degree, yeah. I suggest to your listeners, uh, get a degree that's going to cre- give you greater uh, refusal of work uh, less pay and greater rejection <laughs> than the theater you already have. <laughs> because the theater will give you that. Oh and it was the worst. Well, you have to have and a lot of intestinal Don't go, back, if don't go back for business management. Don't go back for for (laughs) financial banking. Don't go back for something that has some some monetary value that people people will hire you for with a a, a 75 to $100,000 a year job. Go
0: back for theater. Go back for theater, my man. Very nice. Yes, go back. That's (laughs) hysterical.
2: I'll never forget, I, I (laughs) I had financial aid coming in from OVR. Which yes. is occupational vocational rehabilitation, okay. Pittsburg. Okay. All right. So I graduate from Pitt, and a couple of months later, I get a call from my guy over at OVR. His name was Gary, and he says, "Hi, Dave. This is Gary from OVR." I said, "Hey, how you doing, Gary?" He says, "Hey, you know, I just wanted to call and see how things were going, you know, with, you know, with your college and everything." Yeah. I said, "Oh, Gary, I graduated." He's like, "What?" Hey! Hey, everybody! I got a guy that graduated from college! I got a guy! I got a guy! Oh, got one. He, was, he was like, nobody no. ever. Anybody
0: that goes to OVR, nobody finishes That is a feat. No, just to finish. And guess what? It did help you. Yes. That degree is what you do now. Yeah. That is what you do. You yeah. just said, well, I do the tickets, I do the production. Yes. Yeah. Isn't that weird? It's the God works mysteriously. You yeah. end up doing... Exactly what you studied, yeah, and yeah. you're practical. You know, it was it was actually the best. Yeah, uh, so uh, so that's that's how I clawed back. That's yeah. really how I clawed
2: back.
1: It's such a great story. Man, that's
0: it's cool. awesome. Um, it's a, yeah, it is. I man. just it's recently cool.
1: watched The Offer, the series, The Offer. This will make sense in a second. Uh, um, and it was about the making of The Godfather the movie. Okay, and great series, but in it. There's a line where she's talking about being in the show, the world of showbiz, uh, and this woman says, look, we're here because we all wanted to run away and join the circus. And that's really, I we mean, want. just any sure. kind of entertainment world. you're doing. And certainly. Absolutely. Yeah. We, uh, we ran our way and joined the circus, and... You know, look at look at this path. Look at this story. And you're the ringleader. And the, and the, circuit, you. the, circuit, <laughs>
0: the circus is going to be on July 14th. to 14th, July 14th at yeah. J&D Winery
2: uh, at the, the street best. at the Meadows. The Meadows. Yeah. Uh, it's, a, it's a small room. It's a tight, intimate room. It's going to be a lot of fun. Can't you know, anyway. wait for comedy.
0: 7.30 show. And if you have a, a, a group out there and you're looking for, you know, way to raise funds and have. Uh, go to, to Dave's uh, uh, site, slapsticks.productions.com, productions. slapsticks with an
2: S, productions with an S.com. Or if you're looking for a funny fundraiser, just go to funnyfundraiser.com.
1: And we have it posted, the show's posted on our social media, mine and Jim's, and also it's on JD Wine, J&D Winery's sites. That's right. And, but there's there's a little more to it. You're going to have like a food truck, and there's there's readings before
2: the show or something? Readings there's before the show? Yeah, there's gospel a gospel. Grade. Gospel readings before the show. I'm all it's in, kind I'm of a weird. weird. No, no, I don't but, think they are Yeah, they're, they're doing a the lot. Really? Line. Yeah, there's going to be a lot. I want a psychic to a tell more, us how we're going to do I don't crazy. know about that. Nobody told me
0: about the readings. Uh, yeah, that's all right. See?
2: Tarot? Tarot Yeah. Tara, Tara Tara, Tara, yeah. Cars, no.
1: <laughs> yeah. Seriously. But they're
2: going to
1: have some other things going on. So it's going to be a really great night. And then we have the show. And then the fun kind of continues after the show as well. So uh, yeah, we hope to see you. Come on out july
0: 14th and they and come back on again we need we need more we need part two. Oh so, yeah so i want dave to come back on again soon. thank you well
1: David he's K. having us on on this production that he's putting on but yeah. what do you have going
2: uh, what's your stand-up stuff oh you well you on? know my, my, my next big show is going to be july 28th friday t- july 28th at the uh wheeling uh downs casino i've got a big show up okay. there okay okay and then uh I'll be back out on the road uh, through the month of August. You can look at my website, davidk.com, or davidk.biz, or you can go to Slapsticks
0: Productions, and all of our shows are listed there. So I'm looking forward to working with you, Dave. Thanks, buddy. Yeah, we're gonna have a great friends, time. Absolutely. Friends, Thank you so
2: much for having me.
0: David K. It's Jim no Restrictions with Tracy J.